Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Playbook. We're coming to you a little bit later this week because I was in New York City, as Tabitha and I were talking about earlier, but we're back in sunny Florida. It was in the 40s, and I got tired of that. So here we are. Uh, I just said her name, but I will introduce her real quick. My guest today is Tabitha Pankop. How are you, Tabitha? I'm doing well. Very excited. So it's been a good week so far. Yeah. You, uh, you want me to tell me a little bit about what just happened with you? You had some walk-in clients? Yeah. So um, me and Mike Peoples, another um, top producing agent, we were just doing some work, you know, just working in the area for the agents to work and collaborate. And some clients walked in and we said, can we help you? And they're like, yeah, we're looking to buy a home. So it's just really weird. You don't typically see people walking in brokerage. That was like back in the 90s and stuff. Like my mom, dad, I remember touring with the broker when I was younger. But other than that, it was quite interesting. We sat for a full hour. So it was quite nice. Very nice individuals. So I was super excited to help them. Awesome. Yeah, like you said, it doesn't happen a whole lot. But um, they must have seen our, our one million signs out front. Yeah. Yeah. They pulled us up on Google and scheduled a, um, a meeting. And then they said, well, we'll just pop up. And they saw us on Google. And they definitely liked the reviews. So Sweet. Well, I hope that that is fruitful for you guys. Absolutely. So Tabitha, I know you pretty well. We're homies, right? Absolutely. <laughs> There it is. It's different every time. It's okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out one day. But for the people that don't know you, Tabitha, can you tell me how you got into real estate? A little bit about your career, that sort of thing? Um, Yeah, I got my license in January of 2020, um, a week before Gasparilla. Actually, I wanted to celebrate, so I hunkered down and figured I'd take it on the fourth try and I passed. You know, hey, you got to take your time and figure it out. Patience is a virtue. But um, I joined with a previous brokerage. I actually waited a couple months because I had a friend that said, get your license, waited, waited, waited. Um, I didn't join them, so I joined another brokerage. They're very old school. So I figured it was just simply not for my cup of tea. Um, my friend joined 54 and he convinced me to come over here. Um, um, interviewed with Richard and Joe. I knew for a fact that um, this was going to be where I needed to be. One, because Joe comes from hospitality, especially Rose and him. So that's kind of like my background. And we're very customer service oriented. We're very like perfectionists. And then um, Richard helped me write a contract, which is really weird. I got vacant land like right before I left. So he helped me write it up, had no clue. And I was like, he didn't even have to help me how to do that. But he helped me get it and we bought it and it was only like $12,000. But the simple fact that he went above and beyond just to do something like that, I knew right then and there. Plus the culture and just we have so much education and help that it just, it's it's a no brainer. For you sure. Know? So. so how long have you been licensed now? Two years, actually. Yep, give or take right around January. So So you've just been in like this crazy market the entire time you've been licensed, right? Yeah, I started real estate during a pandemic. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so don't go knock on people's doors during COVID. I was told to do that and I got yelled at. So. Whoopsies. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Whatever works for you, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Speaking of the market, um, it's crazy. We know we always talk about it on here. You know, you and I are probably tired of talking about it a little bit, but I like to give people updates now and then. So are you seeing anything new this year? Are you trying any new strategies in 2022 or are things kind of been the same since you started? Honestly, I struggled a little bit during the pandemic. I think it was um, not the pandemic, but like last year, I think it was simply because I didn't understand how to be an agent like anybody can get their license anybody can unlock a door and show a home wow pretty but it doesn't make you a good agent in the sense of following up with clients some people kind of get like 
they lose track of what they're looking for. Oh, they're not ready. Maybe they have other things going on. So using the systems that we have really helped me when I was doing a position with that I was very honored to take last year. It kind of showed me the back end that really made me a strong agent, which we have follow-up boss, which I reiterate this, use our CRM systems, probably the best system we've had. Um, that we have, including app files, but it keeps you followed up. It keeps you on dates. You can set up tasks, checking up on leads, especially if they're not ready a few months down the road, things like that. It keeps you centered with all your um, leads, especially if you take a lot of leads. And um, I'm losing track, but yeah, I think it's just really understanding all the systems and then learning with this market. I think it's a little bit different, especially with inventory being lower and then people are still moving down here because Florida's open and things like that. The weather's amazing here. You can go to the beach any day of your life. But um, I'm learning to really communicate with the co-ops, especially if you're on the buy side with the listing agent and really reading um, your clients and their their needs and wants. And if there's certain things that are required on the realtor remarks, make sure you read those. And then knowing that if it's a newer home, some things you don't need to do like per inspections. Like I did, I talked to the agent, we didn't have to do inspection because they had a four point done. So we did our own personal inspection, did zero, zero day inspection on the offer and we won on a multiple offers. So it's really about understanding where your buyers are financing their needs yeah yeah all that good stuff bada bing bada boom yeah basically so so tabitha that's all good advice you mentioned um like developing a relationship with the co-op has that like worked in your favor in the past because i was talking to raymond last week and he mentioned something similar like if you just establish a good working relationship with the list agent that can work in your favor oh absolutely because um Depending on your communication and basically how effective you are, that could break a deal. Yeah. You know, if you suck at talking to them and understanding things that they say on the MLS and what they need, you're not going to win a deal. Versus if your communication following up this and that about the contracts and this and that, then it's going to win a deal because then they're going to advise the seller, look, this agent knows their contracts are on the ball. They're willing to go above and beyond for their buyers or their clients or whatever it may be. So communication is a very big aspect and key at selling deals in this business. For sure. You know? And plus it's a never ending cycle. Um, I had an agent that wanted to look at um, my listing. Um, she came back with another buyer. So you're going to see those same buyers, especially if you're in a quite um, like a certain niche area or in a certain area in, in a community, you're going to see those same agents, even though there's thousands in Tampa. So you're big on developing like relationships with people in general, right? I can see that from you. And maybe that's for like from your hospitality background. Do you Absolutely. Think? Because at the end of the day, like you're going to, that's referable business. You know, um, I have some investors that took us eight months and we found one property and they're wanting like rentals. They've sent me multiple clients. And then I stay up, check on their kids, um, love their Instagram posts. You got to stay in with people and know that people want to be noticed. People want to be liked. That simple heart comment, just checking up saying, hey, how are you doing? Going to dinner, I send like a 
$5 Starbucks gift card to people because that's something that's showing that you care and it's noticing that you actually care about them. I really do, you know? And what is it? I spend $5 myself at Starbucks, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well pay it yeah. forward, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I actually was going to get it and somebody paid it forward. So I paid it forward behind, you know? So I always wonder when stuff like that happens, does the change just keep going all day long? You know what I mean? I, I know. A never ending cycle. You know? <laughs> Then what happens? I was like, no one was behind. I'm like, well, what do I do? Yeah. You know, just here's a couple extra bucks. Whoever comes next, you know, so. That's very nice. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. So the reason I ask about like you building relationships, this is something you and I talked about before, not in the podcast, obviously, but just outside. Um, so you won an award actually at our award ceremony this yeah. year. Shout out to you for thank that. Thank you. Thank you. I did You're not welcome. expect it. I almost want to cry. I'm a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reward was for um, getting the most reviews mm-hmm. for any agent, which you know, you and I dealt with that a lot last yeah. year. Um, and something you told me, I might be misremembering this, so correct me if I am, but you actually got a referral or something or a client call you based on like seeing all the reviews online. Is that oh, right? Oh, yeah. So it was on a Saturday. I was in the office um, back in September. Called me out of the blue. It was like this tab with that. Like, hey, we want you to sell our home. And I was like, okay. What? <laughs> like, but anyways, um, they, I was like, hey, how'd you find out about us? They were like, you know, we searched agents throughout um, the St. Pete area. And I, I live over by the St. Pete area in South Tampa. And they read reviews, then read my profile. And they were like, we think you'd be a great fit. And they said it was probably one of the best transactions they've ever had. It was very smooth. They were in Arkansas. So I did everything for them, you know, and thankfully Alison Briscani, which is, she's amazing. She kind of jumped, jumped the ball and helped me because that was my first listing. So I'd had no clue. Thankfully, you know, I don't want to say that, but at the end of the day, you're not going to know what to do on your first listing. But they said it was the most smoothest transaction. I tried to help them go above and beyond. I met them at closing at their house and super nice people, super duper nice people. Awesome. So I've heard like different things from different agents. Some agents think like getting reviews is a waste of time. Some people think it's like the lifeblood of the business. So I'm guessing you would probably agree that it's very crucial to get reviews from past clients, right? I think it is because nowadays people look at reviews like the clients that um, the buyers that just came in, um, they saw 54 had the best reviews. So they came in. I think it's crucial in this type of business because people want to know that they're going to work with someone that meets their criteria and know that this agent is doing a good job. It's just like you go to a restaurant, you know, I'm just for hypothetically, just say you go to Texas Roadhouse, one of my favorite restaurants. Holla. Um, I love Texas Roadhouse. Um, you um, get a bad, bad experience. You're going to go to your family, friends, and whoever else and say, that server was crap. Don't go there. But if you have good experience, it's like not as you're not going to go above and beyond. So it's imperative to good, good reviews, especially five stars in any type of business because it's showing that this agent is doing a good job and they're going to do a good job for me. Yeah, absolutely. Same as anybody else. No, you're totally right. If I'm ever looking for a new restaurant or something, the first thing I do is read the reviews. Oh, absolutely. Yelp, Google, whatever. Google's the main one, but you know. Yeah. And not to toot our own horn or anything, but if you look up like Pasco Realtor or something, we do have the most reviews. So, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. Shout out to Amazing. you for part of those, Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> that was maybe one of the first dances on the podcast, you know? Yeah. It's a special moment. You might break it down and do that. Like, what's it called? <laughs> we might have to zoom out for that one or something. But, 
So that's awesome, Tabitha. So um, another thing I see with you a lot is you're pretty active on social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, whatever. How important do you think that is to your business? Um, over reviews, I would say social media is huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just, and, and yeah, you want to kind of keep real estate like, like I've learned from like Amy Kinchlow and Arlena and then when we had that social media kind of like, um, panel or yeah. yeah, I think it just simply kind of differentiates you and you know, you got to kind of have your, your reality and real estate intertwined. You know, I post my dog, my boyfriend life and things like that. And then post a little bit about the beaches and stuff. Cause you want to know people that people you're real. You're just not a real estate agent, yeah. you know, but I enjoy my TikTok videos. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I always see you posting like, um, just sold or yeah. whatever it might mm-hmm. be. So I think that's huge. It's pretty easy to do as well. right? Yeah. I just do Canva. Um, Canva's easy. I do. I actually subscribe for twelve ninety nine a month, but you know, utilizing those type of digital like apps are great because I just put the picture, change the verbiage and then add it on and use Canva for a lot of different stuff. And you can do like videos and stuff on there too. But, um, I try to symbolize my, symbolize different deals and what the verbiage is i can't even speak sorry <laughs> no that made sense that. you might have to cut that off but yeah it's okay no i think that made perfect sense yeah um, yeah i think it's a it's a good strategy for a lot of agents and it's like so low effort but it, it like you were saying <clears throat> people want to see yes that you're a real person but you have to keep reminding people that you're an agent you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm, until it sticks mm-hmm. you know so jordan said uh jordan praise he was like for the longest time i was jordan the basketball player but I had to keep reminding people via social media that I am now Jordan, the realtor. I don't play I basketball anymore. <laughs> I know. I better say he's he's tall, man. He could, he yeah. could play. He could be a linebacker. The first time I met him, I was like, OK, so the rumors are not exaggerated. You are very tall. No, I met him for the first time when Chris um, had a whole bunch of us on our team. And I was like, I didn't know who Jordan was. So yeah. I'm like talking to this guy. And I didn't know that was Jordan. I was like. Oh, this is the agent that's doing so well in like the Polk Lakeland area. I was like, well, honored to meet you. I'm just like, I, I like was asking him at the brokerage party. I was like, hey, how about those? It's like, are you really talking to us about, about stuff and we're at a party? I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, we'll talk later. Do you, um, cause he, like you just said, he really focuses in on the Polk Lakeland sort of area. Do you have any like areas that you like to focus on or are you kind of all over the Tampa area? I'm over I would really really like to focus on South Tampa um I like South Tampa I live over there um I love like the homes especially on Bayshore they're gorgeous but um I I like the culture in South Tampa alone and I just like the vibe especially like the Soho Hyde Park area um I think it's great it's great homes they're more expensive of course but I, I love South Tampa. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Pretty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seminole Heights is up and coming. Um, I'm a big fan of Dunedin, too. Um, I think it's very artsy, very cultured, um, small, tiny, knit community. And I had a client go over there, and she's like, I love it. Yeah. Dunedin's very cool. I like that area. I want to learn a little bit more about Dunedin. For sure. Now, are you born and raised Tampa? No, I'm originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, I came down here in 2013. My boyfriend said, let's move to Florida. I was like, cool, legit, I'm down. I've been wanting to get out of Indiana. So he said, where do you want to move? I said, Tampa. Just said Tampa. I don't even know why. Um, And we moved down here in one car um, and never looked back. Yeah, well, lo and behold, here you are selling real estate, yeah. Yeah, never thought, you know. (laughs) 
Now, have you seen it change a lot over you know the past ten or so years? Oh yeah, um, we we first moved over in the Citrus Park area. Um, it's over by like West Chase, Carrollwood area. Um, we lived there for five years. We my boyfriend loves that area. I like it too. Um, and then um, we've moved over in South Tampa. I've seen downtown produce. They're oh, yeah. doing a lot of stuff with Microsoft. They've done. Um, they're redoing all of Channel Side, and then Hyde Park is producing Soho, and then they're building Midtown right then and there. So Midtown's really cool. They got Bella Brava. They got um, the new Whole Foods. They got a few new restaurants. Um, if you're familiar with like the restaurant Olivia, yeah, um, so good. Yeah, he's um, the owner of it. Well, the the chef. That's his like store. Um, he's creating a new steakhouse. So my friend manages Bella Bravo over there. Um, they got Ben and Jerry's now. They got Sephora. So pretty little cool little spot. And then the Buccaneers, we got Tom Brady. Well, never mind. He retired, but you know, RIP to Tom Brady. But <laughs> I think Tampa is becoming um, an amazing city. I've seen it produce and grow such an enormous rate that um, I see big potential for Tampa. I really do. Yeah, same here. Like talking about new developments because you mentioned like all the new stuff popping up in South Tampa, and then you touched on Midtown. I was going to say something about Midtown because I had never been before. It's so cool. Yeah, my girlfriend and I went down there for this art exhibit thing. Yeah, and yeah. And I'm looking around and like. I'm like, is this Tampa? Like, I feel like I'm in a big, you know, city mm-hmm. like a New York mm-hmm. or a Chicago or something just because of how gorgeous all these high, uh, high-rise buildings with, like, the new apartments and stuff like that. So I think it's really exciting to see stuff like that come around here, especially, you know, for someone in your business. There's a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. And we have all these people coming in. They need a place to live. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's exciting stuff, man. So, Tabitha, let's talk about you a little bit. I keep hitting my glasses on this mic. Nah, like those okay. donk, donk. <laughs> Am I moved in? <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about you a little bit, Tabitha, and your career. Um, you know, everybody has strengths, weaknesses, different things that they are better at or worse at, right? In your real estate career, what would you say is your greatest strength? Um, you know, we talked about your people skills. That might be one. I think that, and um, I'm very transparent. I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea, I'll be honest. Like, at the end of the day, you know, I'm a very chatty person, you know. I, but I'm, I am I try to be honest and very transparent with people. Yeah. I don't sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you how it is, yeah. you know. And some people don't like that honesty. But I think I'm a very nice person. I bend over backwards. I'll do everything I can for anybody. But in this business, I've my my weakness is kind of... Ha- um, releasing that empathy, you know, and having that business perspective, you know, I get very emotionally attached to people and things. And sometimes if it doesn't work out, you have to let that go. You know, you have to, um, what, what am I trying to say? You have to cut the string. Yeah. Like work-life balance sort of Mm -hmm, thing. Right. mm -hmm. So it's like what you see in those cop shows all the time. Like you're too close to this case, Jameson. That sort Mm -hmm, of thing. mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but for your what you said about your strength, um, man, what did you say? I just blanked on it. People skills, and I'm also very, very persistent. I don't give up. Oh, and you said about being honest and, and transparent. Mm-hmm. I think that's like important. Like if I was buying or selling or whatever, I would rather have somebody who's going to be straight up with me than rather than sugarcoating. Ex- right, especially in this market, you know, you don't want to like tell people how it is, but still, especially if they're not aware, which I think everybody in their news and their dogs know about the market. 
um, that you gotta you gotta understand what it is. You know, I had some clients and they were they were afraid to get into it, and then we got them under contract because of multiple offers. And I told them, I said, "Look, this is how it is. Are you willing to listen to me and trust me and let me explain it?" And we got them a home. You know, so it's really about really understanding and being honest and just showing people the way of how real estate is. Yeah, without a doubt. So is you, because you're, you're reminding me of some things that you and I have talked about before. Now your team leader is Chris, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. What have you learned from Chris like over your career or at least with the brokerage? Honestly, um, I think Chris was perfect for me because Rose told me she made sure to put Chris with me. Chris has taught me how to be a good agent at the sense of figuring out on your own. Yeah. You know, she's not there to baby step you and walk you through. Now, of course, she did on few, first few of my offers, and she's like, Tabitha, you can do it on your own. Now I'm like, oh, really? I was waiting for you. I wasn't sure. <laughs> but um, I think she's really taught me how to be a better agent on the sense of being independent. Yeah. And that's one thing that I, I didn't understand is trying to figure out on your own. I always said, hey, help me, help me. And she's like, Tabitha, just Google it. Or there's there's ways <laughs> to do. Check Monday board and stuff. So she really tried to advise me. There's ways to do it without contacting her. She was yeah. like the last resort, which she's amazing on helping me figure that out, and which I'm doing very well, thanks to Chris, truthfully. For she's sure. Grace of God. I ask because I see like some aspects of her, the way she approaches her business in you sometimes, like the no-nonsense stuff, but also just... You know, the way you approach things almost. So that's why I wanted to ask. And oh, absolutely. Chris is amazing. Yeah. She's been on here before and she, she'll she say the same thing that you just said, which is like, you know, you're never going to know everything. So oh, absolutely not. Yeah. So don't be afraid to seek out things on your own, basically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, Tabitha, a little bit more back to you. So if you hadn't chosen real estate as your career, what would you see yourself doing? Um, I actually was just talking to the buyers that they came in. I was um, in school. Um, I did get my associates in, I think, general studies, general arts. Um, I was pursuing, pursuing, excuse me, nursing, but it was not financially feasible. It's to, tough, yeah. Yeah, to work and go to school at the same time. So I, um, I was still working, serving, and bartending. I went, did that, and then I decided to get my real estate license, and then look at me now. So, um I nursing maybe down the road because yeah. I promised myself I'll get it because my aunt, um, she's in my locket, but um, my aunt was a nurse and I wanted to pursue that. I thought I'd be a good nurse, but right now real estate's where I'm at. I think I'm doing very good. So. Well, that's the thing about real estate as a career too. Like you have that freedom if you want to, you know, balance your schedule and go back to school if you want right, to. Right, right. So I think that's awesome, man. Shout out to all the nurses out there. Y'all work hard as heck. Oh yeah, absolutely. You guys are amazing. Seriously. Now. On a sort of similar note, like if you could speak to a younger version of yourself, maybe right at the start of your real estate career, what would you do differently? Um, do especially with us being in leads, I literally was taking leads like five, six a day, and then just like kept taking them and taking them, and I didn't follow up. Yeah. Like, hence why we have follow-up boss. Turning and burning, right? Yeah, I was. I burned myself out. I remember Chris called me. And I just broke down. This is true. Like it. That's what comes back about like having that like both like your real life and real estate. Yeah. But besides the point, um, it just I really didn't understand the systems. I think any new agent, whether it's Fifty Four Realty or Keller Williams, Remax or a small brokerage boutique brokerage, 
I think you really need to sit down and learn the systems and understanding what's good for you and how you work your yeah. niche. Cause not every agent's the same. So you got to understand that if you take leads at a brokerage, you got to stay on those leads because those leads, if you don't stay up on them, they're going to go to another agent because you can click right now. Without you know? a doubt. So you just got to be persistent and understand the systems. That's the utmost important part of knowing how to do real estate systems before yeah. anything else. It'll st- help you stay organized and Absolutely. avoid getting in over your head almost, you know, mm-hmm. to your point about like the work-life balance stuff. And I wanted to ask you this earlier, but I forgot what, what sorts of things did you adopt aside from like the systems to help you avoid, you know, getting super emotionally involved in things and, and burning yourself out like that, I guess. Um, I think it's just, um, keeping myself focused on goals and really understanding that at the end of the day, it's a business and you got to treat it like a business. You know, you can still be emotionally attached, but you have to, you have to keep it as a business and understanding that I'm a big believer in things happen for a reason, karma and all that good stuff. So if you keep that mindset, you'll be clear and golden. That's how Chris is. She runs it as a business and she keeps her eyes focused on what it is. You know, because if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Amen, girl. (laughs) So, Tabitha, um, I guess I really only have one more question for you. We kind of burned through that pretty fast. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. I know, right? (laughs) So, um, all new agents, I think no matter uh, what brokerage you're starting at or what type of real estate you're doing, whether it's commercial you know, uh, retail property management or otherwise could use some advice, could use some help. Right. So if you could give advice to those new agents, um, what kind of advice would you give them? What kind of advice would you have liked to receive? Um, for new agents, gosh, um, when you get your license, take the post occupancy, like just get it out of the way seriously, or get some experience, but interview multiple brokerages and to be honest, I was um, trying to get this agent to join us and she's with two brokerages and she hasn't made a single dollar since November. Ouch. Yeah, and I'm just like, I even told her this, I quoted this, do you want to sell real estate or you want to sell dreams? You know, of course you're selling dreams to somebody because yeah. that, that's ideal. But you know, what's something compared to nothing? A lot of people are like, oh, higher cuts, this and that. But you know what? Join a brokerage that gives you leads and gives you great education and knowledge and you're on a team, um, it's calling me, um, with a CRM system and stuff. Um, I think it teaches you how to be a good agent. Cause look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I know everything. I don't, I'm still new. I still consider myself new. I'm getting to the point where I can become independent agent and not have to be on the leads, but learning how to be a new agent you need to be on a leads division and having a team lead that's producing at an enormous rate you know chris was one of the top producing agents of 2021 you need to be with an agent that knows the contract like the back of their hand and knows every verbiage and everything and then what happens is when you do good in real estate you get referrals and now i'm getting my own sphere that's be that's the honest truth so at the end of the day you can unlock a door but doesn't mean you're going to be a good agent so you join a team join 54 realty i'm dead serious like (laughs) i the girl she was like i want to be like you i'm like i want to start liking your posts if you really want to be a good agent 54 realty where it's at. I, 
God honest. Bada bing, bada boom. Seriously, I'm just (laughs) rambling on, but straight up 100%, 54 is where it's at. The culture is amazing. The education, the systems, it's all free for you if you're on a team. So it's a no-brainer. You heard it, folks. Use your brain, not your heart. literally use both if you if you want you know what i mean um you mentioned something that nobody has ever mentioned before tabitha which is like the continuing education stuff that you can take after you get your license like what kind of information does that provide because i think some people kind of gloss over that they're like i got my license that's it i can start making money like how important do you think that is to a new agent um well the one thing about the post i can see is required within two years oh okay Um, yeah so that's required because if you don't and then it's like you fail it you have another chance but um you have to take it or your license will be like null and void but the continuing education taking classes reading the little florida realtors that they send like articles you're understanding about the new interest rates interest rates just dropped like two weeks ago you need to know that stuff simply because if you don't you're being a disservice to yourself your clients your buyers and just you're you're just not knowing real estate like i said anybody can get their anybody can get their license as long as you pass the test you can unlock a door but doesn't mean you're a good agent there's the clip right there (laughs) well tabitha that's awesome man i really appreciate you making the time for this i know you're busy Um, it's okay yeah so if the people out there want to buy or sell with you how can they reach you um, you can reach me, um, 813-516-0537. Also, you can find me on um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Tabitha Pankop. That's P-A-N-K-O-P, P as in Paul. So. P as in Paul, and don't you forget. <laughs> That's how I say it. So. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, Tabitha, I appreciate it. Everybody out there, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us. Drop a like, drop a comment, whatever you got to do. Check out my new poster back here. I'm going to get a frame for it, but at least the wall isn't empty anymore. You know what I mean? You are, you're going to buy buy me a Dairy Queen um, cake or um, Carvel if we have the most reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark my word. I want a Carvel ice cream cake. It's very specific, but I'll make it happen. All right. Tabitha, thanks. I really appreciate you, girl. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. See you, everyone. Mm-hmm.